many of us desire to hear from God never come to that place where we will experience it uh, these are some of the things that by the spirit of God God will be sorting out in our lives so we can hear God clearly because God is always speaking praise the name of the Lord you know the work with God God has called us into relationship with him not into rituals a relationship that is devoid of any system that is devoid of relationship is mere re- religion he has called us where we can talk with him he talks with us we can hear him you know we can pour out our hearts to him we also can receive from him so it's a two way thing we speak to him he speaks to us that is how where God has called us he has called us to enter into a relationship with him and in every relationship communication is very important hallelujah communication is very very important any relationship relationship between sisters, brothers, husband, wife colleagues at work parents to their children um, politicians lawmakers in the country relationship communication very key, is, is key so also is our relationship with God when communication is taken out it becomes a very big problem remember some of all this um, in Africa those days we had very huge empires the Songa Empire, the Mali Empire the Sudan Empire some of them spanning from Nigeria to Sudan and even beyond and as a student of history one of the things that led to the crumbling of those big empires communication communication is key when I get into a house for example I can I can measure the atmosphere the cordiality in the home when I see the way the husband communicates with his wife and how the parents communicate with their children it tells me exactly how the home is. Communication is key. If you have, um, if you have um, um, a fiance or a fiance, you are not communicating. One of the things I ask people when they come for counseling. I asked them, I said, how many times do you people speak? How often do you people speak? How often do you talk? How often do you talk? Because it tells me if the relationship is healthy or not. It also tells me if the relationship is maturing because every relationship is, is, is supposed to mature. 
from one level to the next level. And if I see that the communication is not robust, it's not transparent, it's not, it's not robust enough, I know there's going to be a problem in the relationship. A sister came to me and said to me and said, um, it's, 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 in, it's, it's not in town. So I asked her, how often do you communicate with him? Said he, he calls you only once in a week. I said, once in a week, where is he? Said it's in this Nigeria. Where? Said it's in Port Harcourt. I said, what nautical mile is he? You see, in this high sea, he can't communicate with you. Just once, and you want to marry someone. It's impossible. It tells me that it's a problem with the relationship. So communication is so key. That is why prayer should not be taken lightly. So hearing from God is key. If we must grow with him, if we must do life together with God, communication is very key. And most of us desire to hear him clearly. So one of the things that we'll be discussing tonight, look at the several hindrances to you hearing from God. Maybe one or two. And I also like you um, to get the teaching on hearing God's voice. I think we have it. I, I taught it for about a month or so. Different ways in which God communicates with us. The still small voice, inner witness, in dreams, vision, through the preaching of the word, godly counsel, and many other ways. Sometimes, even through things happening around you, um, we also looked at the power of interpretative prophecy. We looked at um, um, what operated in the life of sons of Issachar. He said they understood the times and they knew what Israel ought to do. And their brethren were at their command. You know, so how you can you know, gather up the signs and know what God is saying. I have that. You can, you can always get that from the, um, from the media team. But this particular one, we're looking at hindrances. I want us to open our Bibles, please. As, um, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'll speak on two tonight. Number one is um, expectations. Your expectation. Your expectation can hinder can hinder you. Let's open about the book of Acts chapter 17 from verse 27. It says that they should seek the Lord if happily they might feel after him and find him though he be not far from every one of us for in him we live move and have our being 
as certain also of your own poets have said for we are also his offspring so he says for in him we move in him we live in him we move in him we have our being God is everywhere one of the things that can limit or can hinder you sometimes is your expectations you are expecting that it's only you can only hear God some food you only hear God only, only in the morning so after your um, quiet time you don't hear him anymore because you have set a limit I said I can only hear him in the morning some could be probably you have it set in your mind and say it's only during fasting that you can hear him so it sets a limit to you it could be a hindrance God speaks at all times he can speak to you while you are driving he can speak to you even when you are in your toilet on your toilet bowl seated God speaks to you so if you have it in your mind that God can only speak to you when you go to camp or when you go for a special program to set a limit and God cannot act outside of that limit because God is speaking but we are not able to hear him God does not only speak when the place is quiet as we have been told it's good to find a quiet place where you can hear God you know so you are not distracted but also God can speak to you even in the market when everywhere is busy who has told you that God can't speak to you when 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 things are busy or when things are happening around you God is able to speak if you go through the scriptures you will see he spoke to people in different circumstances check through the scriptures you will say the word of God and the word of the Lord came unto the prophet in the night it came unto him in the period when this king died it came unto him in different circumstances so you setting a limit and saying God only speaks to me in the morning after morning my um, my um, morning devotion then I'm not expecting God to speak to me it becomes a hindrance flexibility is very important that you open up your mind your heart and know that God can speak to you at any point in time while you are awake sometimes he might even wake you up you might think you are the one probably just want to just use the convenience you wake up at night and you feel like just urinating for example if you are sensitive you hear the voice of God because he might want to speak to you at that time so sometimes we are so programmed that we program God out we are not able to hear him so your expectations could be a hindrance God is everywhere Someone say, let me say God is everywhere is God not everywhere? Huh? 
or you see in a particular location 100% and in another location 20% it's everywhere in him we live in him we move in him we have our being so once you break this paradigm you paralyze it completely and you are opened you now begin to hear God because you are expecting him to speak to you one of the reasons why many of us are in there because we are not expecting that God will speak to us that God only speaks to us in the morning I mean when God is there trying to reach you speaking to you in the afternoon but you have completely blocked him out and say it's only in the morning or at night or in the vigil God speaks at all times praise the name of the Lord praise the name of the Lord Number two, I take two. I want us to open our Bibles to the book of First um, Kings 17. And I'll dwell in this one. Let's, let's read this. Um, okay. First Kings 17 verse 8. And the word of the Lord came unto him as unto Elijah. Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in the vessel, that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but an handful of meal in a barrel. And a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I might go in and dress it for me and my son that we might eat and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me. And after, Make for thee and for thy son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. Praise the name of the Lord. Another thing that can hinder from there, you see, Another thing that can hinder our, you know, hearing from God is self-absorption. We are self-absorbed. See what happens here. See, see what happened here. Elijah, remember, he had been at the brooks, 
And then ravens came to feed him morning and evening. And after that, the brooks got dried. So God now spoke to him and said, Go to Zarephath. I have commanded a widow to feed you. Right? Isn't that what God said? Praise the Lord. Isn't that what God said? Okay, see, Elijah, just imagine if Elijah did not hear God. He would have died today. We have many people who are dying or people who die in their situations not because God was not speaking but because they could not hear. Many. But because he was able to hear God he knew that things had changed. So this was Elijah. He went to Zarephath. When he got there See what God said. I'm not full of God. God cannot lie. Right? Can God lie? God said to, to him, said, I have commanded a widow there to sustain you, to feed you. But when he got there, the way it was received showed very clearly that the widow didn't hear anything from God. Why didn't she hear from God? Because she was absorbed in her own problems. This is one of the reasons why we don't hear God. Self-centeredness. My son. My household. I just want to make bread for me and my child so we can eat and die. One of the ways in which you can hear God is for you to detach yourself from being self-absorbed. Not only that, many of us don't even hear the voice or the call of the people when we are self-centered. That is what's happening in the country today, for example. People voting leaders, when they get there, Everything is all about self. Myself, my family, my clan, my people, my tribe. And then they get self-absorbed and they don't even hear what, don't know what is happening around them. If you want to hear God, clearly, you must detach yourself from being self-centered. From being self-centered. From being self-centered. One of the reasons why you see intercessors hear from God clearly is because when they go and intercede, right, they don't think of their own problems. Every time you get yourself absorbed in your own problems and you think about yourself alone, it's very difficult for you to hear when God is speaking about another person. She was self-absorbed. One of the ways in, in, in which you can, you know, um, get God to move on your behalf is in helping the next person. 
becoming selfless. Most of us have problems. We have challenges. But it does not stop us from going out to minister to the people. That is why it's so easy for us to hear from God. Praise the name of the Lord. Because God will always speak. When you become born again, we are born again, born into Christ. I'm born out of self. It is no longer I that liveth, but Christ that liveth me. You try it. Sometimes we are so engrossed with carrying our own pains that we find it very difficult to minister to the people around us. Such was the case of this woman. God was speaking. I'm sending my servant. She did not hear. Because she was absorbed in her own problems. And what she was looking at was what? Let me just eat this food. I just have a small meal. I have a small oil. Let me just see how I can just make it. And then I eat and die. It's the last meal. It was recorded in um, some of Catherine Kuhlman's um, ministrations that people who forget about their own sickness and are praying for others, they see that people beside them have more serious cases. Somehow, when the move of God comes, it also touches them and they get healed when they detach themselves from their own challenges. And that is the spirit of Christ. Hallelujah. 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 There's a man in the Bible, the father of John the Baptist. Zechariah was his name. And um, Elizabeth, his wife. I've been trusting God, trusted God for many years for um, the fruit of the womb. It did not come. When I was studying this man, there was something about his life that impacted me. Because I took time, I went and studied it. As soon as I got, I saw this, 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 this thing in this man. The Bible says that, um, you know, concerning him, the time he met, he had an encounter with the angel, that he was ministering, that when it came to his course, you know, it's, it's by tribe by tribe, Right? And if it's yearly, that is 12 years. No, we have 12 tribes, right? If it's going to take his cause, it will take about 12 years or more for him to minister. Do you know that this man never gave up ministering to God in spite of the challenges? Never. 
I've seen people, sisters, brothers. Oh, God is not faithful. I've been trusting God for a husband. I've been trusting God for a wife. I have fasted. I have prayed. I have done this one. I'm checking out. I just, I'm, I'm tired. I'm packing it up. God is speaking, but they cannot hear. Sometimes God brings them, He's having an encounter with them and showing them this is the solution. But they cannot hear because why? They are absorbed in their own, their own challenges. That wasn't the case with this man. He was still serving God faithfully until he became old. The Bible says that he was stricken in years. So one day, as he was ministering, he had an encounter with the angel. The angel gave him, told him and said, Ah, your wife, even though you're stricken in age, something good has come. Your wife is going to conceive. Even he himself could not believe it. Never let your situations, never be absorbed in your situations. Never allow those challenges to overcome you. Because the enemy will try and enlarge them. And this will further hinder you from hearing God. Just like the woman that you saw. The widow. I pray in the precious name of Jesus that God will give us understanding. Not only that, that God will give us direction in the precious name of Jesus. Now, let me conclude by saying this. See what happened here. So she said she was going, let's read 1 Kings 17, verse 12. She said, As the Lord liveth, I have not a cake but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in the cruise. Behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I might go in and dress it for me and my son that may eat and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go, do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first. Somebody say, Mr. First. Oh, help me say first. He said, And bring it to me, and after make for thee and for thy son. Somebody will have thought that this man is a very wicked man. How come? I only have a small barrel, uh, I mean, a small measure flour in a barrel, and just little oil in the cruise. Not even enough for me and my household just enough for me and my son to eat and die and then you are telling me that I should give you first do you know lesson there God wanted her it was he was a solution it was a release for her in such a way that she was now able to detach herself from her problems most of us get to we need to get to that point. Hallelujah. Where we practically detach. So she was taught that lesson. That is not the problem. 
give me first. And then she gave. And then the word came. The barrel of flour will not waste, not be exhausted. The cruise of oil will not fail. It will continue to flow until the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And I think this thing must have gone on for close to about three years. Can you imagine for three years? Even though the Bible did not specify and tell us how long Elijah was at the brooks. But remember that it did not rain for three and a half years. So for about three and a half years, the barrel of flour did not waste. It was always producing. Not only that, the cruise of oil did not fail. Always producing until the time that the Lord caused rain to fall upon the earth again. I pray for someone here in the precious name of Jesus that from today we will not allow issues of our life to take control of us. But we enter into a dimension where we are selfless. And that is the position in which the posture we need to take to hear from God clearly. Hallelujah. I'll give you a practical experience. Sometimes I'm praying. It's not because I don't have challenges. I have my own challenges as a pastor. I say, Lord, please, help me bless this brother. What about those people? I took my own, all the challenges and put them on one side and say, Lord, please, just use me to be a blessing to these people. And once I take that posture, word of knowledge begins to come. Revelations begin to come. Visions begin to come. Some of the things I received, some of them I haven't received them even before the service. And you also know, you can testify to it, particularly about the place of accuracy and precision. Someone would think, oh, maybe you knew this information before. But because I was able and said, God, please, I detach myself, I give myself over just for these people. Makes me hear clearly. You also can do the same. God wants us as a church to be selfless so we can be a blessing to our brethren and assume that posture where he can speak to us and not be self-absorbed or self-centered because if it's about you you can hear it from God I pray in the precious name of Jesus that God will give us clarity in Jesus mighty name let somebody appreciate God and put your hands together and shout a very big hallelujah have you been blessed tonight have you been blessed tonight put your hands together now and say Father Lord I thank you and I bless you Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. So God speaks at all times. And you can hear him anywhere. You don't have to go to the mountain. It's good to go to the mountain and be dedicated. But God still speaks on the mountain. When you're on the plane, he speaks. In the morning, he speaks everywhere. Do not limit him 
by your expectations and put a limit and say, God can only speak when I visit the mountain. Otherwise, you hinder yourself. Lift up your voice and thank him this blessed evening and give him praise and bless his name. Thank you. Let's worship the Lord one more time. Just stand and just worship him. Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh.